All right, what's good, guys? It's Barada with No Guidance Entertainment. I'm here with shit. Chill Turbo. Yes, sir. Hey, so, damn. Cuddies don't know. Cuddies, this is probably one of the sauciest upcoming producers, I feel like. At least, you know, just because. How long have you been making beats and all that? Uh, honestly, been making beats like just a little over two years. But mm-hmm. honestly, I've been I've been making music for like probably since I don't even know 2013. You gotcha. know, so I just been been grinding, bro. I heard you. Yeah. And then, so you started making music first, or what? Yeah, I started out actually um, making music uh, under the name Big Turbo. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, or just Turbo at one point too. So I was just like. Uh, you know, songwriting early, recording myself, stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. um, I was I was making like rap, just R and B, singing, mm-hmm. everything really. So I just mm-hmm. been like, yeah, that's how it started off, and then I got into beat making, just from, you know, just studying my studying with my ear. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So that's facts. And so, what made you? Because do you strictly just produce now, or you be making yeah. music on the side? Yeah, no, I strictly produce. I might, I might just like mess around, you know. Gotcha. Got all the equipment and all that, but I just, I just might mess around now. Just, mm-hmm. but for the most part, yeah, I just, I just produce, you know. Try to, try to stay in that that bag, you know. No, it makes sense. I mean, shit, you dropped the book too about, you know, how to sell beats and all that. So, what was that whole experience like? Um, that was, that experience was actually it was pretty cool. It was just like I would like to say it was like a a way I could just express myself through everything I and my knowledge, you know what I'm saying? And like mm-hmm. a in a way to help other upcoming producers, you know what I'm saying? Like just really um it was almost like a school essay that I like, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. um it was it was really cool, honestly. I really it was something I always wanted to do because um like you know, I talk. My mom told me she she said she, you know it would be a good idea, and I was just like thinking about. It. I'm like, real. I could really do that, you know. I could really help some people out, give people some sauce, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, on just like what I know. And um, yeah, it was it was really cool. It was just like it probably took me a day. I mm-hmm. just typed away, you know, just made a little template for myself and formatted it, edited it, got it, you mm-hmm. know, proofread, all that stuff. So mm-hmm. it was really cool to to do something like that that was going towards the cause of help, helping other people, you know what no I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, shit, imagine if, like, you're a young producer and then you've seen some person that's already making filthy beats come out with a book. It's minus, like, shit, might as well just check out the sauce. Shit. Yeah, exactly, so, like, exactly. what did you specifically put in the book? Because I know, was it, like, what, mainly to how to sell beats or were you adding like mixing sauce and shit yeah i actually that's why i actually called it um how to sell beats online and more mm-hmm. so the the main part the main couple first chapters were mainly all about um you know marketing and how to get yourself out there how to get your name out there and that's really mm-hmm. what producing um you know all comes down to is really just about your network and you know i like to say your network is your net worth you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so it really just has to do with that. A lot of there's a chapter on networking, there's a chapter on marketing, there's a chapter on social social media marketing because that plays a part in today's society, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then the rest of it was kind of like um, there was a chapter on like uh, for producers um, the legal aspects of it and like the you know licenses stuff like that it was a bunch of stuff yeah paperwork like stuff like that what to avoid and what to 
to know for the future and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was just like some stuff I knew. And then, yeah, beat stars and all mm-hmm. the different like aspects of it and just little tips and tricks. Can't can't give too much out there because, yeah. you know, you know, they got to go and buy it if they want to know. But yeah, yeah, like, no, it was it was really just like. I really tried to put everything on like almost like a producing for dummies, you know, mm-hmm. and then it was just like focus on the selling the beats, you know. Gotcha. Yeah. And what was your experience like when it came to? Um, I don't damn, there's flies. <laughs> no, <laughs> flies, lucky. No, but uh, yeah, what was your ex- first experience when it came to selling a beat? Because I feel like shit. That, yeah, um, um, I would say it was it was really just through Instagram. Mm-hmm. I was just. Uh, I was like, I used to just be posting the black screen, uh, you know, putting hashtags. I was really grinding, putting hashtags and mm-hmm. putting um, like whatever I could to get more traffic. And then I ended up just like selling a beat, you know, probably twenty dollars, something mm-hmm. like that. Started, you know, um, and it was it was just yeah, just somebody hit me up on Instagram, mm-hmm. Cash App. You know, I usually do a lot more just like Cash App stuff like that, and then I and then I eventually learned oh you can do beat stars and Mm -hmm. they get a receipt and all that type of extra stuff so Mm -hmm. yeah it was it was really just like instagram was the first time gotcha yeah it was it was cool though yeah and then did you like when you first started making beats did you like where was your headspace going into it was it like oh i'm trying to make money or was it like I would was the intention. Okay. yeah i would say i i definitely was just trying to make beats for myself at first yeah. And then uh, a couple of producers out there inspired me to make certain types of beats, like um, energy beats. He's mm-hmm. like, he made a good uh, wave that, you know, Seattle's pretty tapped into, the whole mm-hmm. West Coast tapped into, Detroit, mm-hmm. everywhere really tapped into it. The, um, the little Flint wave, mm-hmm. he made a whole wave of beats, and I really, like, was like, I was even rapping on him for fun. <laughs> You know, just Touch messing it. around, never putting anything out on those type of beats. But mm-hmm. I, that was what really inspired me to um, to get into it. And I just like was like trying to. And then also um, Pierre Bourne mm-hmm. was a big inspiration too. Like those two people really, um, Energy and Pierre really inspired me to like kind of emulate their sound at first. And mm-hmm. then I kind of just like, you know, watched a couple YouTube tutorials on some different type of beats and stuff mm-hmm. and. I just really fell in love with it. Yeah, I would say I, I didn't definitely wasn't even thinking about the money, you know. Mm-hmm. I was really just, you know, trying to make beats for myself and then eventually trying to make beats for other people. But it really was just like I was always so musical and didn't even know how much I knew about producing just from like, you know, studying production. I would always be the type to be like looking up, oh, who made this beat? You know, not people might look up, you know, who made the song but mm-hmm. you know sometimes people don't pay attention to who the, who the producer is yeah. so i was noticed i always was like into that so i felt like i just kind of fit into it you know mm-hmm. not heard you yeah and say if you had say you're starting selling beats or mm-hmm. say you're a producer like day one of being a producer type shit like you may cook up a beat how would you say is the best avenues to get your beats heard because you were saying, what, beat starters and then Instagram and shit. But, mm-hmm. like, if you had to restart all over again, trying to sell your beats, what would you, what would you do? Um, I would honestly start with uh, YouTube. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, YouTube, everybody would think maybe not. But I think YouTube, in my opinion, is honestly, like, one of the best ways to... Um, if you do it consistently, you do it every day, and you pick a certain... Um, 
a certain type beat to stick to mm -hmm. and then you just kind of like use similar pictures stuff like that i feel like you can really uh gain a lot of uh upcoming upcoming uh artists attention from doing that you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and then even producers too like to collab with and stuff mm -hmm. and um yeah i've gotten a, i've gotten some good views on my youtube channel but i've learned that just like sticking to the one type beat mm -hmm. is a good avenue to go to gotcha. and then also with, with instagram i would say um really just reaching out you know just going in the dms first reaching out to people you think that wouldn't respond you know what i'm saying because mm -hmm. a lot of people are really like they don't have beats except for youtube you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and that's, that's what i'm facts. saying like if they don't got beats except for youtube you want to make sure you on that side and you want to make sure you in the dms heavy mm -hmm. so i would say combination of that just like don't get intimidated by anybody's follower count or anything like that just definitely just reach out to people and um you know ask for their email ask for their number however you do it just reach out and you know send send them a couple packs even if you don't think they're that good they might think your gold is or your trap one man's trash is another man's treasure you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so always just like don't doubt yourself with that so gotcha. don't be scared to hit people up yeah and talking about, you know, just the flip side of that, collabs that you've been doing. Mm -hmm. like, shit, what's the list of um, up and coming, like, projects or projects you, that you already have put out that you, you fuck with or, you know? Um, I, I, have, I have a lot of projects I was, um, I was originally um, a part of. Like, I started out um, with my guy D-Man. We did a couple. We didn't, mm -hmm. we didn't do a, a official collab tape yet, but I just... Probably had like did a did um, an album with him like five or six songs on there. Mm -hmm. um, I got a project coming with my guy uh, YS, YSK Sav. Mm -hmm. um, he from North Carolina originally, but he out here. He's up next for show. So mm -hmm. I got a collab tape. Um, I got a um, producer tape that's like just all songs I produce coming out pretty soon. Mm -hmm. And it's just a bunch of artists from Seattle, New Jersey, everywhere. So, um, and then also, um, yeah, that, that's pretty much it for the collabs right now. But I, I just, I'm working on a lot of stuff at the same time. And yeah, yeah so Trying to balance it all out. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. For real. For real. So how did you get into, you know, just engineering? Cause was it you being a producer first or, um, actually it was, it was me being, a um, engineer first kind of recording myself, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And, um, I would say it was like recording myself kind of allowed me to, um, it allowed me to get a head start in knowing how to do it for other artists. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, I, I would say it was just like, um, after that, yeah, I, the producing did give me a lot of leverage, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I would just be like uh, using using my homie Preston studio out in Bellevue. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, just, I went on a little engineering run, but I would say like I wasn't, you know, too passionate about it. But I would say like, um, yeah, it was, it was a good learning experience. It was a good it was a good experience to do that. Because mm -hmm. I think, yeah, the first time I officially met you was at... Um yeah, studio, right? I yeah, we were was recording that, Mike, yeah, Jack. Mike Jack. Yeah, yeah. shooting that. That video is legendary. Yeah, <laughs> that, that video is crazy. Yeah, and then I remember. I think first time I heard about you was off of 
what's it called, D-Man's uh, song. Because yeah. I remember, I think you produced it type shit, and I was like, damn, who's this producer? Who is he yeah. from? Because, like, the beats that you're making for him, it was just like, like you said, the energy type beat type shit. Yeah, yeah, but, appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, nah, yeah. I, I was just like, me and D-Man, it's crazy. Me and D-Man, uh, we, we first met because... Um, I bought a feature off him when I was an artist, mm-hmm. actually, and it was funny because I didn't even think the song was that good or whatever, but he mm-hmm. was just real. He he respected, I think even if he didn't like my music or whatever, he, I mean, he did, but he, even if he didn't like it that much, he definitely just respected it. So, mm-hmm. you know, he, uh, he ended up asking me to do another song after that, after mm-hmm. we, we did the first one. Gotcha. And then... Um, yeah, he, he he asked me to do a second one, and I was like, damn, oh, bro, really fucking with me. And then I just started, like, mixing some shit for him and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Once I started producing, he was actually the first person to get on my beats. Gotcha. So, um, and they were not that good back then. So that's that's why I just always shout bro out, because mm-hmm. he definitely got me a lot of clients, fan base, all that mm-hmm. type of shit. So, nice, yeah, nice. for sure. So that must have been, you said, like, what, two and a half years ago? Yeah, by now. I mean... I don't even know. It's something right something now. like something so, like within five to six, five to two years ago now. But now, yeah. So, what were you doing like during COVID when it came to like music or just like were you like strictly producing during that time or? Like, yeah, COVID. If it wasn't for COVID, uh-huh. I probably wouldn't have been producing because I was really in the house. Like just, I was making a lot of songs on the on the mic, you know, myself mm-hmm. type of thing, and then I was just like what if I just start trying to make beats, you know? And I just, like, I just remember being super ass, just, like, having a lot of confidence, though. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So I, I would say during COVID, yeah, that that really was a big time for me to uh, learn a lot from YouTube, learn yeah. a lot of trial and error, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And just study music, too. Like, I feel like I have a really good ear, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know why. Like, I don't know how to play any instruments. I don't know any keys, like... Mm-hmm. I know it, but I don't really follow it or do it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I just like know how to emulate um, the notes into you know, and know how to really emulate my ear into um, you know what's on the dig- the DAW. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, I would just say like um, yeah, COVID though that was really just a time for me to me to really learn, and mm-hmm. I yeah I was really just like grinding. Like I was I was just making like. Even if they were ass, I was making like ten beats a day. You know what I'm saying? Damn, so ten beats a day, still though. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, I don't, I don't really have the time to do that. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I really miss that passion. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what got me here today. You know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. like, just like not letting it be a, a roadblocker that I'm not that good. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I really got good by just having confidence. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's all about getting those reps. That's yeah. all it is. Like. Muscle shit. memory. Yeah, muscle memory. Yeah. Sooner or later, like, it's the same shit as, like, shooting a basketball. It's like, you gonna know when you did ass. And it's exactly. the same thing when you make a beat. Your ears won't lie to you type shit, you know? Yeah, exactly, like, bro. It's gonna speak for itself. Exactly, man. And then, so, going back to, you know, the producer tape that you said that you were working on. So, how did that process go, go about? Like, were you, was the artist that you chose, like, people you have worked with? Or was it more of just, like... Uh, yeah, mainly people I work with. And I would say some of the songs are even, like, songs they didn't want to drop mm-hmm. or in songs that, like, you know, I just personally um, 
and it, it is nowhere near done. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying like you know it's not it's not it's not like a finished product yet. Gotcha, gotcha. And really like I would say you know I want to even push it back more so I can just like you know have have time to make songs specifically for the so, album. You yeah. know. So yeah, but it really was just a lot of artists that I was already working with. Like I'm I'm sure. Uh, my boy from West Seattle, Jody Cash, going to be on there. Mm-hmm. YSK going to be on there. D-Man, my boy Short Life from New Jersey going to be on there. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the people I'm really locked in with, yeah, they definitely going to be on there. Um, but, yeah, like, and then, yeah, just I would just say, like, just just over the year, over the past year, just, like, trial and error songs, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just picking the best, picking the, the ones they don't like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Stuff like that. Because it's always like, a lot of the times, a lot of the songs that I wanted to be on there, they just said, nah, I'm trying to release it. You know, yeah, that, that'll that be something shit, yeah. that'll happen sometimes. So. <laughs> For real. Because yeah. after a while, they they uh, start fucking with it and they're like, actually, bro, I'm, I'm going to drop this shit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I'd be like, damn, man, you got that one. No, I can't, you know, can't really argue about it. But mm-hmm. yeah. No, that's why I feel like Sometimes when it comes to like dropping a producer tape, a lot of the artists would take the good songs and put it on their own project. Yeah, they that, won't, you know? that really happens. I bet even Metro and because mm-hmm. he he just dropped a fire ass one. Like I bet Metro go through that. You know, just that's probably why the, those producer tapes will take longer because mm-hmm. you know producers definitely be perfectionists. So yeah, that's yeah. And I feel like they probably do all the automation, all that you know, yeah. all that extra shit. Because even a uh, Shit, did you listen to Travis Scott's album? Uh, I did. I'm not gonna lie. Uh-huh. What'd you think? I was a little disappointed, but I can't. I I, I bet it was. I didn't listen to the full thing, so mm-hmm. I can't even really give a full opinion. Yeah, Meltdown was pretty hard. Which one was but that? um, that was. A, I think that was the one with Drake. See, I thought that Drake one. Like, I just thought it was mid. Like, it was just gonna be another yeah. popular song after. Like, give it like. Two months, everybody's gonna be singing it. Yeah, show. no, I totally respect that. I'm not gonna lie. I yeah. I, I love Travis Scott though. I, I mm-hmm. definitely love Travis Scott, but I I gotta really before I even speak on that, I gotta mm-hmm. give it a good more listen. But what are you saying about the transitions? No, nah, it wasn't about the transition. It was more just like I don't know. I felt like that for what I listened to, it felt like a experience that you just like have to listen by yourself. Cause right, like, there's like. That whole album, I wouldn't say that that's some shit that you turn on with the homies and shit. Yeah. Because, you know, like, yeah. a lot of it isn't really on some, like, some Astro World shit. Yeah, you know? I was hearing a bunch of, like, I was just, like, at the end of one of these songs, mm-hmm. I was hearing a bunch of, like, weird voices mm-hmm. and stuff. And, yeah, like, that that definitely could be true. Because I, I was, that makes a lot of sense now because... I was just listening to the car trying to turn up. I just you went into yeah. it the <laughs> yeah. wrong way, and I was like, "What yeah. the heck?" But yeah, nah. Shout out, shout out, Travis. I, I honestly mm-hmm. love um, "Birds in the Tracks, Trap Simic Night" yeah, and yeah, um, yeah. "Astro World." Those mm-hmm. are like those are timeless for me for sure. Yeah, and those I feel like it's crazy that it's been what like five years since you dropped one. He said, "Yeah, you dropped it, right." Yeah. Astro World. Yeah, now, Astro World. Yeah, that was twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what would you say when it comes to producers other than Pierre and uh, what was it you said? Uh, energy. Energy, yeah. right? Who, I guess, like, what other producers did you ever, like, look up to or ins- get inspired from? Um, definitely the whole 808 Mafia, like, uh, Southside, uh, DY 808. Um, mm-hmm. I would say also, 
um, Pharrell recently, Timberland, oh, you know, yeah. the greats. Like, like the, I really, mm-hmm. you know, I definitely, I would say that's more recent. As I got a little older, mm-hmm. I started to appreciate a lot of more R&B and, you know, even somebody, I don't know if people know Tim and Bob, he's like a, he's like a producer that made um, stuff with like Bobby V and mm-hmm. a bunch of R&B. Um, I don't know, a lot of people... There's a lot of people that inspire me, really. But um, I would say, yeah, my biggest, I would say Southside and um, maybe, yeah, Pharrell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are like probably probably my biggest inspirations right now. Yeah. yeah. And you know what's crazy about like producers? You ever heard of uh, Jay Dilla? Yeah, Jay Dilla, he's a goat. Yeah, he's a goat. He, nah. he He's a sample goat. That's what yeah. I was saying. I remember I seen this video on TikTok type shit, and it just showed, like, a regular, like, quantized beat, like, mm-hmm. strictly on the ones and four, one, you know, all that shit compared to the way that he made beats. Yeah. And, like, the way that it's placed. I was like, what the yeah, fuck? He, yeah, sometimes you really, as a producer, you really got to, like, Sometimes people be, oh, that's off beat, that's this. Mm-hmm. But you don't know sometimes you don't even know. They making a whole new sound, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not always gonna be on the timestamps on the right, you know, the clicker's not gonna always be mm-hmm. accurate with it sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. J Dill is a perfect example of that. He just like he he created a whole revolution that, you know, you probably wouldn't have the Kanye's and the mm-hmm. you know, people like that. You know, nowadays it's just like, yeah, you gotta step out that box. Yeah. That's facts, and so at this point, or this moment in you know your career, or just you know when it comes to just being a producer, I guess what are some goals that you got for yourself within like the next, let's say, three years? Like, what are some like a couple artists you want to work with? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I would say I want to work with. Um. Either mainstream I wanna, or underground type shit. Like, yeah, um, I would want to work with, you know, Drake. I'm, I ain't even gonna lie. That's the that's the the one yeah, everybody say. But I yeah. I really would want to work with Drake because mm-hmm. I feel like you know he does hop on a lot of different type of beats. I've heard him get on some you know stuff people don't expect, and I feel like I could pull some beats out the, you know, out the back of my bag and mm-hmm. you know something like that. Uh, I would say Drake. Um, let me think of some legends. Uh, maybe G Herbo. Herbo. I feel like I got some trap shit that he could he could snap mm-hmm. on. Um, and then maybe uh Bryson Tiller. Bryson Tiller on some yeah. R and B shit. Yeah, cause I got a little R and B bag, and I would mm-hmm. I would definitely want to. He's he's one of my favorite artists too, for sure. So. Yeah, I would I would say Bryson Tiller, ASAP Rocky. You know, those are those are some people I want to work with. Everybody else, I mean, all the the underground people. I feel like it could all happen in due time. And mm-hmm. you know, with the bigger people, it's all not necessarily about how good you are. It's about just where the network. You know, mm-hmm. who you on. know, and you know, you got to know this manager, this person. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like everything. Really, I feel like it's all attainable one day. But I'm just. Until then, you know, I'm building with the the artists I know, mm-hmm. and I got faith in a lot of artists I work with now to mm-hmm. go just as big as some of these people we naming. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just like slow grind, you know. Just mm-hmm. either way, I'm I'm gonna be grinding either way, really. So, no, that's facts. Yeah. And plus, like if you think about it, shit, we're making history right now. Like 
Yeah. Just what you're doing and, you know, just everybody else, and at least in the city, it's like, this is before Seattle gets popping, really. Yeah, for it's, real. It's bound to happen, I feel like, just because, like, what, it's been, at least for me, I've, I've been making music for since, like, 2018 mm-hmm. type shit. And just seeing it from where it was then to now, I feel like there's definitely just more, like, avenues, whether it's just either this podcast or you know like the more studios because i feel like exactly before back then i didn't really know a lot of studios but Mm -hmm. shit yeah no i agree i definitely feel like we're in we're about to enter our peak you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying we're we built the infrastructure for years Mm -hmm. and i feel like um finally we like people are starting to cali starting to notice not like Mm -hmm. cali is all that matters but that that is a big market for us you know so cali starting to pay attention portland Mm -hmm. starting to pay attention probably vancouver starting to pay attention Mm -hmm. you know and we just got to get that got to spread to the rest of the the country you know so i mean yeah i I mean and then just not even just that like there was a time when seattle wasn't even supporting seattle you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying because we didn't have too much you know talent out there but Mm -hmm. it's like a lot of the people that weren't too much talent have just been grinding so hard that they're getting to that point mm-hmm. where they're, you know, we got the Mike Jacks, the mm-hmm. 2000 babies, you mm-hmm. know, BCNF, shout out BCNF. We got a lot of talent out, Pastor Joe. We got a lot of people out here like that's really gonna, gonna make a difference, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And, and starting to bring light. I really feel like um, it was all in due time, you know what I'm saying? As you said, bro, like it's just. We just got to keep grinding, bro, because yeah. we, we got the talent, bro. It's, it's just we need the spotlight, you know? Yeah. No, that's facts. And I feel like the only way for us, like I say, people in Seattle to really pop off, you got to leave Seattle. Like, that's yeah. really what I think. Yeah. As, like, bro, like the venues here, it's cool and shit, but, like, bro, there's, like, no love. Like, nobody's yeah. really at this concert, like, really rooting, like, fucking with you type shit. And I... And I'm not saying that, you know, Seattle is just, like, a hateful, like, a city. But it's more just, like, shit, they be writing trends, I feel like. Yeah. You know, like, shit, nah, like Seattle, Seattle don't even got a sound. Yeah, no, nah, that's, that's, that's kind of true. But I so, feel like that, actually, now that you say Seattle don't got a sound, I feel like that is true. But I feel like that is an advantage mm-hmm. because we obviously don't have a sound, but we were very influenced by other places and i feel like we can use that to make our sound very diverse you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying so yeah i mean but definitely um with the um definitely like when it comes to seattle Mm -hmm. we i feel like we honestly are getting to the point where we're starting to build a little bit of our own sound you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely, I definitely think so. Like we're we're getting there, bro. We we got to give ourselves a pat on the back at the same time, you know. Shit. All the producers, all the engineers. Yeah, man. All the artists, shit. Yeah, man. I mean, it takes everybody just to at least be in the position that we're at now. Cause yeah. Shit. Yeah, shout out Real Clip, shout out, you <laughs> know, yeah, Chris yeah, City, Chris you know, City. we got a lot of videographers out here, shout out Emacs, that's my mm-hmm. my uh, videographer that I got in the cut, you know, mm-hmm. he's he's on the way up, so it's just, it's a lot of people that are power players out here, yeah. and they didn't even realize they were, but it's like now, we, 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 we starting to get there, bro, mm-hmm. so. And I feel like, one thing I noticed too is, I feel like, as... What's it called? I'll say 
the music video scene out here, the underground scene, mm-hmm. that shit's just like crazy. Like Montana yeah. Bros. Like like you were saying, just everybody on real clip and all that, like no so cold. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, I feel like that's filthier than the music scene right now. Yeah. Because their videos be going crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. Cause they just went on a tour. Like yeah, who can how many <laughs> artists could go on a tour? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that is true. Like But um, like, yeah, no, I mean, I feel like that's just like that's just something for us to to be able to use when we get those big artists, you know, mm-hmm. when, when the artists start to blow up and stuff, you know. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Um, when you were saying uh, you got to leave Seattle, mm-hmm. I agree to a certain extent because I was out in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And before I before I went to New Jersey, um, I didn't really have too much like connection to the industry, whatever type of stuff like that. And I, And really just being out there, you kind of realize that. Seattle doesn't have a, a industry platform mm-hmm. that we could even showcase our talent to Dude. for the people that are talented. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when you go out to New Jersey and New York and stuff like that, you'll realize the bar, the playing field is actually kind of lowered. Like you don't have to have as much talent. It's really just about who you know and the network and the network is more available. So mm-hmm. it's like. Just being out there, yeah, that that almost changed my life. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just just I was out there for college, but I was really just focused more on beats than anything out there. So it was mm-hmm. just like um I'm I gained some really good connections from people from New York, people from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was just like that that changed my life. I feel like if you are in Seattle, you don't have to leave and never come back, but you gotta leave and 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 go around and and you know smell the smell the flowers outside you know just cali arizona got a little you know texas like there's really places to go where you could still say yeah i'm repping seattle mm-hmm. but you know just go out there and 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 show show them your sauce you know mm-hmm. and i feel like the thing is too it's like at least like all the places i've been to there's not a lot of people from Seattle. Like, say, if I go, if I go to uh, L.A. or New York or yeah. um, Miami, people are going to fuck with you because you're yeah. just out of town. Like, yeah. you're from out of town, so t- they'll be like, oh, shit. You talk different. You talk you, different. Yeah. Who, where the fuck are you from? Type Saying shit, Cuddy know? and like, shit. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cuddy's out shit, there. They'll be like, what the fuck is a Cuddy, bro? <laughs> yeah. We got our little uh, swag, bro. Like, yeah. No, that's yeah. definitely true, bro. And then it's just yeah. Hopefully the people that are in, that are out there in the LA's and stuff, mm-hmm. they they the people that are from Seattle are connecting mm-hmm. and making the the bridge back, you know, right, yeah. back to Seattle. So that's what that's it's all it. about. Yeah, and plus, um, I say, give it like five more years. I feel like everything's gonna be way better. At least yeah. for the music scene and entertainment shit. Just cause shit, even like Kid Steve's, like the shit he's doing, like yeah, the parties and shit. Shit, the shade's about to pull up. So that just means like. Anybody that's an artist or a producer or videographer, shit, you got to pull up to that that show or mm-hmm. that party on what what is it? Yeah, it's about to be tomorrow type shit. Yeah, pull up there, bro. You never know what how your life's gonna change because those, like at least with Steez and Deshay, mm-hmm. I feel like if you need it, like say they're because they're on TikTok type shit, be like, oh hey, can you uh, dance, dance to my song? To my song. Yeah, see exactly. you know type shit. You already know yeah. it. That's the marketing. Boom boom boom. Yeah, you never know how that's gonna go. Yeah, I yeah, as you said, like I, I feel like you gotta really because we we are coming up, like mm-hmm. you can't you gotta show up you gotta pop out and show face to these events. Like mm-hmm. doesn't even have to be music related all the time. Mm-hmm. If you're in the scene, you're a videographer, you're a producer, mm-hmm. you're an artist, you're a 
dancer. It's like mm-hmm. always opportunities. You got to just pop out as long as it's a safe event and all that. Yeah. Like, why not? You know, just show face and meet people network. That's really what it's about. I, I would say I came out my shell this year. I was really kind of more just like on some introvert stuff, just mm-hmm. in the house making beats all day. Mm-hmm. And then I really had to realize, oh, it's more to that. It's like you got to kind of let people know you know beyond just like the instagram and you Mm -hmm. know so you got to let people know and just show up and sometimes like it'll mean a lot to somebody Mm -hmm. just if you show up and one you might not even think it's a big deal but it might mean a lot to somebody you show up there and then they blow up and then you they remember you oh you you was a real one you Mm -hmm. showed up to this you know like all that type of stuff bro you never know yeah all that everything just will fall in place sometimes like whether it's you being in the studio with someone and being like, hey, bro, I fuck with your song. Maybe that person will give you a feature one day. Right. On, right. on some shit. Or maybe that person becomes the next, like, popping thing. And then since mm-hmm. you already had his phone number, boom, maybe you might be able to work something out. Like, exactly. it, all, it all happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. But what would you say, just besides everything that we're talking about, when it comes to mixing, making beats, and all that, what's the best plugin that you've been using recently? Like, what's your favorite one? Oh, okay. You can so, say three of them. Well, mixing. So yeah. yeah, so mixing. I, I'm not going to lie. With mixing, for pro, t- if I use Pro Tools, because I know a lot of people, I don't know anything about um, Logic, but with, for I use Pro Tools and FL Studio for, I've used both of them. So I would say for Pro Tools, mm-hmm. um, it's something called, uh, there's like a DSer plugin. Um and then there's like EQO, mm. EQUO. That's a pretty good plugin. Um, and then there's there's I, I would say mixing. I'm honestly don't remember too much off the top of my head, but producing. <laughs> yeah. FL Studio. Um, oh, and then well, mixing on FL Studio. I would say the Sound Goodizer. That's always a good um, yeah. good plugin to use. It always will enhance your. Don't put it on the master, but put it on like whatever you're trying to make louder, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. And then um, for producing plugins, my favorite plugin of all time, I love the plugin, um, Heat Up 3. It's actually pretty, and it's not too pricey. It's probably $90 compared to these other ones. I'll be mm-hmm. 400 and stuff. And, and they got a couple um, cool expansion packs that come with it. Um, I like that plugin because. It's a lot of um, it'll it'll show like uh, it's a plugin that's very new age. So it'll show like it'll show a um, a song name, the same flute from this song. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like it, it got the same flute from like Yosemite on uh, Astro World on, mm. and, it, and it'll say Yosemite flute. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So yeah, it's only ninety bucks. Yeah, ninety bucks, and yes, yeah, it's, it's honestly, it's honestly like it's kind of like a damn near like a a Nexus for like twenty twenty two or yeah, I don't yeah. know when it came out, but yeah, it's a really cool plugin. Honestly, I, I just put my guy, one of my other producer homies, shout out Cass. I just put him on mm-hmm. it. And yeah, like I, I put a lot of people on the heat up because it's a really good plugin. I'd say you get your money's worth. So got you. Yeah. Anything else or that? That's it. Um, I like addictive keys. Mm-hmm. I like uh, on the the FL Studio. Uh, it's a stock plugin called Flex. Mm-hmm. It's really good. They got a lot of free downloaded packs. Oh, yeah. um, another one, Labs Audio. That's a free plugin. So gotcha. if any producers, you know. 
can't afford it, just get it right now because you might as well, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then besides that, yeah, I, I, I really don't have too many plugins. I, I always could have gotten Omnisphere. That's what people usually will get. Mm-hmm. But um, honestly, I like to use more plugins that aren't too saturated, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So so I could just find more unique sounds and stuff. And so, yeah, oh, yeah. for sure. And so what's called? I was going to ask you, so do you you don't work at a job, you said, right? Uh, no, I actually do. I work okay. at a job right now, and I also have a moving company on gotcha. the side. Gotcha. So yeah, I just I like I and I'm a DJ. Like I really like <laughs> like to call myself a Renaissance man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I I don't believe in like just being in the summer. You know, like not working a job. I just always have a job during the summer at least, and mm-hmm. then I you know usually have gone back to school. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just I I have a job right now. Yeah, I, right, I've gotcha. had a job, bro. I yeah. love having a job. And then, so how, I guess, how is, like, just balancing all everything? Like, yeah. it sounds like you have hella shit. <laughs> and then just, Bro, like, the projects would, you got, like, how how is that, like? This is what I would say. The best way to do it, if you really want to balance it, bro, is get yeah. no sleep. But that's terrible. That's bad advice. <laughs> so that's how, many hours I, that, how many hours of sleep you get? On a normal day, like, five, six and like that's what I'm saying. I that's so normal to me. I didn't mm-hmm. even know. Like, you know, I I definitely have been cutting back on that, trying to get seven. You know, what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. even when I do that, I usually I'll have time to make beats, but I'll be so burnt out from the day. Yeah, just from you know, like regular shit. Yeah, like regular standing shit. Standing on your feet all day and yeah, just like being tired of shit. shit like that. And then yeah. I'll just or I'll just like. You know, just get distracted from YouTube sometimes. Like I was really, it happens, man. yeah. Like I, I really, I really don't trip about that type of stuff. Like mm-hmm. getting distracted, not being too consistent nowadays because I've been so consistent for years, and I know mm-hmm. I can always just lock back in in that mode. If I really mm-hmm. want to get a bunch of beats done, I might even say, "Yo, I need these jo- these days off just so I can m- lock in." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like. I know the work, my work ethic always going to be there, yeah. so I don't trip about it. But um, when it comes to balancing, I feel like it is important. Like, you got to not even just the, the producing stuff. You got to focus on, like, the more important things like friends, family, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I've really gone through phases of, like, not really talking to my family much, not talking to my friends much, just being an introvert, you mm-hmm. know, all that stuff. And it's like you got to balance it to where you don't let years of your life go by you know what i'm saying so and just like miss the things that are important so Mm -hmm. i would say it is it's very hard to balance bro but i would say it's honestly like you gotta you gotta remember what matters the most you know what i'm saying you're always gonna have time to make that beat you're always gonna have time to make that song whatever you do work Mm -hmm. on that video you know what i'm saying like you're always really gonna have time if you make time for it so yeah yeah. that's nice it just depends what, you know, our priority is on that on yeah. that day type shit. That's exactly. why, like, even for me, like, I try to, like, schedule my days out because mm-hmm. shit be busy, bro. Like, whether yeah. it's doing, like, a podcast like this or trying to DM people for studio time. Yeah. You know, all that shit. It gets overwhelming, but, you know, like you said, just shit. Sometimes you got to kick it with family. You got to yeah. take a break from all this, all yeah. this you know, just working, working and hustling because I'm saying, bro, burnt out. With like this shit. I really, I really went through that. I really went through thinking it was more important than anything, and it damages relationships and stuff. So it's like, it'll, you know, it's just like you got to realize that you got to just 
yeah, as as you said, schedule your day out, schedule mm-hmm. your week out, you know, whatever you got to do. But just mm-hmm. remember that, you know, whatever what what matters, but what mattered most before you got into it mm-hmm. probably matters most after you mm-hmm. get into it. You know That's what I'm saying? Fact. So. That's facts. Mm-hmm. And before I do wrap it up, because I think it's almost, I'll say it's almost about time. Mm-hmm. Let's just say let's I try to make this like a section of the podcast, kind of just like a time capsule type shit mm-hmm. so say by next year or yeah let's say by next year what is it august 10th 2024 mm-hmm. where do you want to see yourself i guess like what are some goals financially um business wise like musically fitness like anything like what are some, a couple goals that you want to see for yourself within either yeah by next year uh financially uh i definitely want to just be i mean a goal a very far-fetched goal is mm-hmm. maybe like own a condo something like that gotcha. you know i could just get an apartment right now but it's mm-hmm. like that's really what i want to save up for is just you know a, a condo something like that or yeah. some type of property i own you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um business wise i'm running a moving business so i want to get a um get a truck like a box truck something Mm -hmm. like that for the business Mm -hmm. um and just like really just get more clientele with that and then also just with everything djing Mm -hmm. get more dj bookings and Mm -hmm. um that's something i just hopped into it was really fun i did a um a prom or like a yeah it was yeah it was a prom prom party Mm -hmm. and that's just stuff like that like i want to do more stuff like that and just make people happy with with my my music adventures shit like that you know so um and then you said you said fitness fitness yeah personal goals i'll be grinding bro i lost uh, 30 pounds this year bro i damn. think maybe 40 so i was like 230 uh-huh. top of this year uh-huh. so i just like i don't know just continue to get stronger and gotcha. but at the same time implement cardio more mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying just hoop all the time i'm a big hooper so mm-hmm. everything really um fitness wise yeah just i feel like i'm doing a good job of that but um gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and then what was one was the other one? Uh, let's say specifically just for producing. Let's say that producing, like any um, artist you want to work with, how many projects you want done by next year, type shit. Like yeah, I want like definitely that. by next year. I need to have my project out for mm-hmm. sure. It might it might even be the end of this year, but I I didn't need to have that out. Um, just I just wanna, I just wanna, you know. I, I my goal would be to with one of the artists that's from either Seattle or New Jersey, mm-hmm. which really you know means the most to me. I would want them to you know just get some like you know reach that mill, reach that reach that honey k on you know hit their goals and hit their you know get a little more traction. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying and get a bigger fan base, some ten thousand monthly listeners type of thing. You know, mm-hmm. just yeah, like shout out to everybody I'll be working with, you know. So um yeah, like I, I would just say and then maybe besides that, just, you know, um sell some more copies of the book, you know, mm-hmm. just stuff like that. I, I would say, um yeah, musically, I just I also just want to stay consistent and just be as consistent consistent as I was the first year I started. Heard so heard you. Yeah. Oh well, shoot. I think those are some good goals and shit. By next year, I'm I'm gonna just play it back. I'll send it to you. I'll be like, hey, bro, 
you hit these goals or what? Yeah, bro. <laughs> appreciate that. Uh, yeah, gotta stay on top of it, yeah. man. And then, uh, shoot, where can they find you on Instagram, TikTok, everything? Uh, everything at Chill Turbo. All right, yep. Yes, sir. Well, shoot, appreciate you again for pulling up. Appreciate you, bro. I need to get I need to get some beats by you again. Hell I, yeah, I don't bro. got a couple beats on this, but no, nah, I definitely gotta we gotta work on some shit. Yeah, for sure, bro. That's good. For sure, bro. And yeah, bro, I appreciate it. Really good questions yeah. and everything, bro. Right. Appreciate it, bro. That's all good. Well shit. If you guys don't know, well shit, actually I haven't been dropping podcasts every Sunday. But new podcast this Sunday, 8 a.m. Catch you guys, peace. Yes, sir.